everybody, welcome to RPG Cast, episode 502 for the week of June 8th, 2019. I'm your host, Chris. Here. How are you? Oh, I Excellent. haven't introduced anybody. Kelly Ryan, how are you? Excellent. Good. Pascal Tatakaya, how are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Doing good. In the neighborhood? No? Only for another day, then I'll be doing good elsewhere. Oh, really? We'll talk about that later. Okay. Foreshadowing. <laughs> Josh Carpenter, how you doing? I'm doing all right. All right. And... Not traveling anywhere. Like Man of Steel levels all right? Or, or Warcraft movie <laughs> Yeah, right. probably Man of Steel levels all right. Okay. Yeah. We've learned how to rank everything in terms of movies, so... Um... Apparently everything has a has a corresponding. Actually, no. It's really just when you boil it down, it's just DC or Marvel. Things are either bad and they're DC, or they're good and they're Marvel, huh? I well, I, I am Thor Ragnarok today, so that is peak good mood. That's pretty good. What about Thor yes. Ragnarok? And you didn't know the Hulk was in it until you saw the movie. Uh, no. Wouldn't that no, have been amazing? Trailers... Wouldn't that have been yeah, amazing? Yeah, they should. They shouldn't have put the Hulk in the trailer, but whatever. Hey, uh, finally, joining us, Peter. I don't know your last name. I just what? realized that. Peter Johnson. Peter it's Davis. My... No. It's literally my username. Seriously. Oh, hold on. PJ. <laughs> J. I know it. Hold on. What is it? Thomas. I know it because Thomas, Peter, Tom, I do know when it. I, when I see it, you do know it. Handle should, <laughs> Why did literally, I my handle everywhere. You don't understand. Once people are on the show, I forget everything about them. <laughs> oh, got it. I can't. So the introductions. This is a weird thing I've noticed. The intros of the podcast. This doesn't excuse it, by the way. I I'm a bad person. I admit that. But the introductions of the podcast section come out of a different section of my brain than other interactions with people. I don't know why. I am a broken man. I have problems. I see a therapist, and apparently not enough. And I'm so sorry. I'm Are sorry. you just bad with names? I, yeah, that's really all it is. But it sounds worse when I put it this way. I'm also bad with faces, but only when I no first meet people. In fact, I think if I were to accurately describe what I am, we'd find out that most people are the same. But it sounds worse because everyone likes to make themselves the hero of their own story, and anything bad that happens to them is like the worst thing in the world. So I want you all to have sympathy for me. Okay, you not can to get having... too psychological. <laughs> not <laughs> to get too now. psychological, but isn't the Worst thing that happens to us, always the worst thing that happens to us, since it's us. Nailed yeah. it. <laughs> but, but, like, people will have worse thing, but it's always the current worst thing that's happening to you is the worst thing, even if something worse happened before. Right? Well, yeah, that's where, uh, that's where first world problems come into play. Yep. I, I'm gonna... It's a good intro. <laughs> even if you take out the first world problems, I bet you if you were in the 
if you had real problems, you would still think the most current one is the worst thing ever. But that's, I don't know, because I only have first world problems. Hashtag respect. Me, me too. Me too, and I'm okay with that. I, I realize that. Wait, no, that's something else. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's something completely different. That's taken. <laughs> Probably not something we want to breach here. No, okay, sorry. Probably need to get back to video games Hi. at some point. Oh, yep. yeah. Is this a video game podcast? I don't know because my wife's not here to tell me it's a video game podcast. She is in the other my room wife. recovering from a terrible migraine this morning. So we're going to make lots uh, of ouch. noise about RPGs. It's okay. She's got all the meds. She's like just tired now. Um, and if not, she'll like, she'll yell. We'll find out. Uh, let's see what everyone in the chat room says. Ha, da, Quote da, da, unquote da. other meds. Game. Yeah. Okay. They, in the chat, they've explained that, um, if you're comparing movies, yeah, good, good is Marvel, bad is DC. And if it's a video game, if it's bad, it's uh world of Warcraft. What's warlords of Draenor? Or... Yeah. Uh, before it was warlords of Draenor, but it got upgraded no, it to yeah. battle for Battle for Azeroth. It's BFAing. Yeah. Yeah. That's worse. And it, it it's when you're so angry about something that you can't shut up about how much it sucks. Yeah. Do you That's know how I feel about The Witch in the Hundred Night? Ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, it, it's a very personal discussion. Hey. Like, everybody's... That game yeah. has a hashtag me too moment, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Wow. No, wait, yes. It's weird. That game's stupid. Peter, why don't you play the sequel? No, God, I won't ever touch those games again. <laughs> so Peter streams. Uh, was... You can check him at PT6 on the Twit. No, on the... what? What is your channel name on the Mixer? Is it something different? Is it Peter Thomas? P. Thomas? PT6? No, <laughs> it's the same thing everywhere. Mixer.com forward slash Peter Thomas 6. Peter Thomas 6? I, that, I didn't say that once in that stream of of consciousness there so nope hashtag pt6 p thomas peter um backslash <laughs> backslash apostrophe six on mixer and uh peter thomas six you can watch him stream really just smash brothers at this point it's a lot of smash brothers but it's okay yes you although moved. i'll you be moved. talking you about don't have nothing else to do no, hey, I started something new start... on Saturdays. Yes! Are yeah. you doing that tonight? Are we going to just talk about games now? Are we gonna, uh... Should we just jump into the game section? <laughs> we should totally jump into the game section. Kind of a bold section. thing. We should talk about video games. Everybody Anna, is in here to control us. We can do whatever we want. So let's do exactly what we would do if she was still here. Let's talk about video games. <laughs> Are we having an ASMR video game discussion apparently? Uh, I can't do that. I don't have the stereo mic set up. And, ah. and the stereo mics help so much. As one... Okay, can I... I'm going to come clean. I like ASMR. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm coming out of the closet. I'm an what? ASMR listener, but I don't, I don't like the ones with, like, eating sounds. Those creep me out. Yeah, no, I can't stand that. And if you go on YouTube for ASMR, all you find are a bunch of videos of soft-spoken Japanese anime characters um, reaching, uh, let's say, climax. 
and that is also not ASMR in my Ugh. world, and I don't know what that's about, but it is a trend. I'm not into that ASMR. I'm not into sexual ASMR. And unfortunately, because everything's the in- internet, as soon as somebody makes something that a bunch of people get into, it turns into a sex thing. And then everybody who isn't into it thinks you're into a sex thing. And I don't like that. Why does the internet do that? That bad. Huh? I don't know. That because is the internet. Because it's the internet. internet. It, but it, that's a thing, right? I'm, that's just not in my head, right? Yeah. That's okay. rule 34. If rule it 34? exists, okay. por- yeah, if, if it exists, porn will be, exist. Well, then there must be a corollary to that where everyone assumes you're into the porn version of it instead of the, the non-porn version. Because why would you be into yeah. something unless porn was involved? Yeah, as 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 someone that enjoys My Little Pony and anthropomorphic animals, I deal with that quite a bit. Oh no! And That's... you just oh. you just kind of get immune to it. People assume bad things about that. Yes, they do. So, like, no, I I like videos where like people are folding towels, which if you find that to be arousing, I I don't understand you, but uh, okay, uh, that's not me. Hashtag towel fold sometimes when i need to relax i put on um satisfying video compilations oh like, those are good too like were you watching something like carve something out of something else oh. yeah yeah th- those are very relaxing let's put a satisfying video chris did you just screen. start the hashtag not me not me too movement no it's not not me too it's hashtag towel fold get it right i don't because if i do not me too it brings disrespect to the me too movement that's not that's not good we don't want to do that and people will take it the wrong way no i'm not all right i need a uh, let's see uh wow okay here's a channel so guys what what level of dc is the podcast going to be today (laughs) Um, we are are rapidly an aquaman (laughs) let's take bets (laughs) Are we going to be uh, Wonder Woman? Have we already missed that boat? That's funny. I think we are on, Man, on Wonder route. Woman I think we good. are we are on route to Suicide Squad. Oh, oh no! <laughs> it took me forever. Where did to we start though? Where did we start? Have we, have we improved to get to Suicide Squad level? No, or I has think it... we would. I think we went down. I think we were at oh. Man of Steel, and then we're going down to Suicide Squad. But it depends who you ask, right? So, like, well, well, yeah, Kelly would me, think Suicide it's... Squad is down from su- or up from Man of Steel. So I don't know. Yeah, we got to be. Wow, it got right over that thing. Nice, dude. Um... Yeah, <laughs> this is the best. I was like, why is this the most satisfying? And I'm like, oh, this is very satisfying. Oh, get that paint <laughs> off that wall, damn it! Yeah. Wow, it's really I bad. Never, as we're gonna I'm make gonna noises. Be looking at these. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just right out. Wow, this is the best. This is compl- Oh, get that paint. That's paint. <laughs> Have we really uh, de-escalated <laughs> the cast to the point where we're watching paint being scooped? Yeah. Yep. Oh, they're but it looks like chopsticks. ice cream, so it's okay. No, they're skewers. Okay. All right. Oh, look at that. Anna, if you're listening to this, the patients are running the asylum. (laughs) The the podcast needs you dearly, Anna. (laughs) Look at those eggs. Look at those eggs. Wow. Okay, so what are we... uh, Peter, (laughs) 
Have you been playing video games by any chance? I have. Uh, you should probably tell us about I'm, it. I'm not, I'm not going to be any more because of this, but <laughs> I was playing video games. <laughs> I was playing video games, and now I am no oh, longer ever going to touch a video game in my life. This no, I... Yeah. So yes, I do play a crap ton of Smash, um, which is kind of a regular staple. Um, but I did start Monster Hunter World for the first time ever. I tell everybody they they, they always laugh at me because I tell them they're like, "Did you ever play Monster Hunter before this?" And I'm like, "Kinda." And they're like, "Well, what does that actually mean?" mean you tried and uh, so the one and got tired of it, right? Yeah, I tried the first one and it didn't really hook me, and then. I have Final Fantasy Explorers, which is kind of sort of a Monster Hunter game, but just no, not. just no. Um, and so yeah, so this is my first official like endeavor through one, and uh, it's been fun. I think I'm a whole Monster Hunter rank three. Um, I've been chased by a giant dinosaur-looking thing, yeah. and I've died twice. Um, so it's hard. Dine is important but, uh, in Monster Hunter. It's part of living. What is dying is part of living in Monster Hunter. You have to get used oh. to it. It's okay to well, die. It's I, you know, okay to fail. I played Dark Souls. I'm okay. I understand yeah, the, uh, yeah. you know, the premise. So, um, but yeah, so I started that. I'm a hammer wielder. I decided ultimately on a hammer, um, and it's been it's hammer uh, time. It's been good. Yeah, pretty much. All right. Bringing out the brown hammer. No, I'm just kidding. Uh. And then I started kind of on the side, or I guess picked back up, um, Valkyria Chronicles 4, uh, which is a great um, return back to what I didn't get from Valkyria Revolution, or whatever uh, it's called. Yeah, yeah. No, none of us got anything out of Valkyria Revolution. Yeah, I don't know what it was, man. I tried really hard to love it. I was like, you know what? This franchise is great. I've been enjoying every game I've played so far. Why can't I love this game? And I it, still to this day can't get it. it, it it's Muso with some strategy elements in it. It is not very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the load times, like the loading everywhere was rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm really happy that VC4 came back to kind of the thing that made me love it in the first and second. And uh, it's really good. How far are you in it? Are you? Uh, when we were waiting for Chris to wake up, um, I just finished up chapter seven. Oh, okay. So I think it's, um, if I remember correctly, that's like a little over halfway. Yeah. So you're not quite to the ship yet. No, no, not yet. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Chris, stop head bobbing. No, but it, it was, it was cutting the things off and it was perfect every time. Look at those noodles. Okay. Um, we are watching, uh, if you're joining us now, this is um, Satisfaction Cast, where we are watching satisfying videos on YouTube. Um, I've played video games this week, Peter Thomas. Who can be well, what games have you played? Peter Thomas 6. Um, oh, I'm really hungry now. Um, I, I, want, I played Final Fantasy fourteen. And I'm making, uh, I'm catching up on all the little mid mid Stormblood to Shadowbringers quest lines, and I'm on like pretty much the very last one, and I can't beat it because I'm not, I need better gear. So I've been doing some raids and stuff, and just having a fun old time. I'm like totally back into that game, and I hope I don't burn out before the expansion comes. And uh, yeah, but 
nobody wants to hear about Final Fantasy fourteen at this point. Like, save it for when the new expansion comes out, right? So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Paladin is, job changes, but is that July or June? July. Yep. July. And like July second or so. Yeah, so I'm having lots of fun catching up on that and getting my item level up so that I can uh, not use any of this gear I'm grinding for right now as soon as the expansion comes out and I get better stuff because, you know, that's how things go. And then, uh, yeah, have I played anything else? Uh, Words with Friends. I've played a lot of Words with Friends this this week to the point that I'm second on my little personal friends leaderboard with points scored in Words with Friends where the only person who's higher is... um, an insanely good player who like just they play all the time because this is how they pass time waiting for things to happen while they do missionary work in Guatemala. So let's see. Yeah, I am. I'm not a good video gamesman this week. I'm so sorry. So what I'm going to do to make it up to you is host podcast. And uh, (laughs) basically, so I'm not going to E3 this year. Um, because Anna and I took a big long vacation, my work doesn't let me take uh, more than two days off in the in the following two months from that vacation. Uh, more than two day, two days off in a row, excuse me. Um, so I'm going to take Monday and Tuesday off. I'll be helping people post stories on the site. So I'm going to encourage people to come and watch our E3 coverage this week. Come watch it. Come read it, rather. Because I don't think we'll have video content, will we? No, I don't think so. But you can read it. It'll probably be trailers. Trailers. Lots of trailers. And then um, you can read it and uh, watch the trailers, and yeah, and hopefully we'll be here with you. We'll be in Discord. We can we can yap about things going on when press conferences are happening. So come to the Discord and uh, chat with your RPG friends about what's going on as far as RPGs go in the dis uh, in the press conferences. And we can all complain when there aren't any RPGs or when everything is an RPG and we just don't know what to play anymore because everyone's taken over <laughs> our genre to call their game is in our genre. By the way, it's, we own the genre now, by the way, just in case you didn't know. So, wow, look at that. All right, I'm going to go back to these videos. Somebody else talk. Kelly, maybe? Get um, that, get that well, me- cut that metal. Sorry. Yeah, I should have never brought these up. <laughs> um, this is all your fault. <laughs> yeah. So I restarted a new Minecraft yes! world. He cut the metal. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Most I restarted about a new Minecraft world. Yeah, because yes! I spent like two days trying to build a reactor, and then my husband was like, "Well, yeah, but you did it in creative mode, so it didn't really count." Oh, so he basically oh, like that meanie. Cheech. That's terrible. <laughs> so he, See, a Minecraft snob. I guess, I guess so he basically like cheat shamed me. So it's like, okay, well, let me see if I can do all this crap without going into creative mode. So I started a new world. Luckily, because I kind of know what I'm doing now, I'm not as, uh, I'm not kind of fumbling around. So I'm pretty, except for like maybe the reactor, I'm pretty much back to where I'm at. Well, the reactor and my huge chicken wall. Um, I love the concept of your chicken wall. Well, now it's kind of a chicken stadium because cool. I because I started from scratch. Is it a chicken stadia? Um, Can you stream it online? No, oh, okay. no. But because I I started the game back from scratch again, I don't have my jetpack anymore, so I couldn't really fly to build my chicken wall. Okay. 
So instead, I just like built a chicken stadium. So uh, is the sh- stadium <clears throat> shaped of a chicken or built out of chickens? No, it's like, hang on, I'm I'm trying to find upload a screenshot. Uh, but you know uh, I'm not going to put that on the screen right now. Look at this. Look at what I'm looking at, Kelly. How can I put anything else on? But um, that hay yeah. So I'm basically earth. trying to do a a no creative run with uh, Minecraft Sky Factory. Kelly just keeps awkwardly trying to get through this I Minecraft know. story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, Chris, so, you're not uh, helping. Do you have the um? Do you have the? Do you have the thing? Do you have the the do- link? I'll put it on. I'll put it on. Yes. Hang on. I'm trying to take the screenshot and it's kind of hard to do when you have a fat ass cat in your lap <laughs> that won't let me move my mouth take your time i got i got plenty of entertainment here but um while i'm messing with that i'm I so also... glad a podcast doesn't have listeners or anything just <laughs> there to amuse the host oh. oh that's how they make those i also finished up uh gato roboto gato i don't know how to roboto. say it G- gato roboto gato um Basically, Meowtroidvania. That's Meowtroidvania. what I'll call it. I, f- I finished up that. I didn't realize how short that game was. There's oh, only like three it? major areas. So just a few hours. Ten yeah. Hours? Okay. I th- I think I ended up being like five hours. Uh. Yeah, I think my total play time was like five hours. That's not but, bad. But um. That that'll help get Anna to play it. Yeah, um, what won't get ha- help Anna to play it is the um, some some of the platforming gets really kind of hard. Oh no! Don't say that to her. Or, or rather, I, I should I should rephrase that. If you're trying to go for one hundred percent and find all the secrets, then some of the platforming can get really difficult. Um, but the the bosses are really kind of fun to play. Um. Just um, you can kind of tell that it was built for speed running, because you get like an air dash and a double jump. You, you basically get the screw attack, and that's why you in the game you want to find all of the uh, collectibles because then you get upgraded to like more or less the screw attack where you can just like jump infinitely, which is kind of cool. And like you find different skins for. Uh, the overlay so you know it looks like an old green ibm monitor or a um like one of those old amber monitors which is kind of cool and for you know for like a what is it like 7.99 game it's really it's a really fun five hours especially if you like metroidvanias yeah i enjoyed my time with it um and then the last thing I played was Persona Q2, which I have been looking forward to all year. So this is the Etrian Odyssey Persona compilation, the sequel for 3DS. Yep. Like, might be the last game you play on 3DS, potentially, right? Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it. Um, you know, it's funny because Persona Q1, which you pick from the... Persona 4 or Persona 3 protagonist right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one, you you don't have a choice. You just, just go straight into um, like Persona 5 protagonist, and I don't know when the other people unlock yet. 
Oh, so you can't even choose like female protag from P3? No, you're basically Joker. Oh, well, I'm glad I didn't get this. Why? <laughs> What's wrong with... Oh, no, this is a P5 argument. Never mind. Don't want to start that. <laughs> we had a different last podcast night. for that. <laughs> oh, goodness. They made me feel bad. They made you <laughs> They made you like your game less. How dare they? Those, <laughs> yes. those mean men. How dare they? I, well, I didn't me, know me and, me and Sam. But... Um, I, I like the UI thus far. It has a very movie theater motif. Um, you go to the concession stand to, buy, to upgrade your weapons and armor. Um, you're, you're going into movies this time. And, and st- what? I think I can't remember what it was in PQ1. Um, oh, God, your, yeah. your hub is a movie theater, which is really cool. Um, the first one was school festival. Yeah, it was a school festival, which was okay, but a lot of the side quests revolved around school stuff, which I thought was kind of lame, and I got really tired of hearing everybody talk after a while, so I'll be curious to see like what kind of social things there are in this game. Um, so the first movie you go into is a, uh, a superhero movie, and the pervert gym teacher from the first game is the superhero and the um, first labyrinth. I can't remember the guy's name. Kamoshida. Yeah, Kamoshida. And he's kidnapped uh, Queen and Noir, and you have to go rescue them. Hmm. And I, I haven't had a chance to play it very much because I was trying to finish Gato Roboto. Uh, so I'm only on, like, the second floor. But... um. That's why I'm having a lot of fun with it. I can't wait to kind of open up all the different persona combinations and just figuring out. I'll I'll be curious to see like what kind of the tiers of characters are because you know last game Naoto and um, Kanji were just so OP that they were almost broken. And I'm playing on uh, easy right now. I don't know if I'm going to drop it down to safety or not because I'm still kind of having a little bit of trouble with the fights. The fights get pretty difficult just with the main with the, the basic enemies. Um, but it, yeah, I'm... Oh, go ahead. No, I remember that in the first one was it was very much set up where if you were playing on like normal difficulty, the idea was that you were going to be your dungeon drops were only going to be like 20 or 30 minutes where you're going to run out of magic or health and have to come back. Yeah. Like that, play- that seemed like that was part of the idea. And I'm playing on easy. So yeah. it's even more, I mean, I'm not like struggling or anything, but it's still just kind of like not as easy as I thought it was going to be. So I don't know. I might drop it down to safety if I get too annoyed. But we'll we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd ask you about my problems with the first one, but I don't know that you've either gotten far enough or had had any of those sort of issues with it. So, because I, I just I just like the characterization of the care of the characters kind of got on my nerves as the game wore on last time, where they were just a little too, you know, like single note uh, caricatures of the characters. Yeah. I'm seeing that a little bit thus thus far. Um, I don't like the um. 
I don't know if this game is in continuity or not. I don't like the fact that a catchy Goro Akechi is in my party. Yeah. Which makes me wonder if this takes place when people thought he was a friend in the P5 game. You know, or if, if this is this game isn't even canon. I hope that the game is just not canon and they just put Goro in there just because cuz I hate Goro very much. You shouldn't hate Goro. Why? Why? He's a victim. Why is he a victim? He's a victim as much as you are. Did you play this Wait. game? I can't say more. Yeah. All right, never mind. Yeah. All right. All right. He didn't need to do what he did. Mm-hmm. Okay. But no, no, we're not that. gonna debate this because bad times for people. Uh <laughs> But th that's all I've been playing. Um, I'm going to be definitely finishing up uh, or go going through all of Persona Q. Cool. I'm just going to watch all of YouTube this week, I think. That's all I'm doing anymore. It's just watch people on YouTube fill cracks with caulk. Just you know, one of... One of the reasons why I've been Minecrafting a lot is because I got an Audible account, uh -huh. and and it's been really nice to just kind of sit and zone out and listen to an audiobook and play Minecraft, because nothing else I can't really do that with. Um, I got through all of Good Omens just listening to that, and then ended up watching the Amazon series. It's, that book and that series is really freaking good. Just put that out there. So Anna watched that this week. She really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. The um, the it actually works better as a TV series, to be honest, because oh, really? the book was kind of all over the place. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Speaking of series, I recently watched Chernobyl on HBO. That's really really good. I've heard a lot of good things about that. I did too. That I really liked it. Yeah, we binged it over, I think, all of like one weekend, and um, then. Went back and watched the final episode when it released this, I think, last weekend, and it was really good. I mean, I'd watch it again probably in like a year or two. Cool. What What is that about? <laughs> the Chernobyl accident, I assume? Chernobyl? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could describe it more for you, but I feel like the title <laughs> does it. <laughs> I, it's okay, I'll be surprised. Ooh, a nuclear yeah. reactor. How's this going to work? Won't be. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say spoiler alert. The reactor blows up. Yeah, oh my gosh. it's kind of like, you know, were you one of the people that um, asked about Titanic when it came out? <laughs> How's that? No, end? but I... <laughs> oh God, now I don't have to watch it. Thank you. My, my, my sister got mad at me because I, there was that movie Troy that came out with Brad Pitt playing Achilles. Oh, and I said, uh, yeah, it's a shame that his character is going to die. And she's like, well, now you spoiled it. I'm like, hello, Achilles. Do you not know the term? Do you not know the term Achilles heel? Like, By I, the I way, there's going to be this horse and like nothing good's going to be inside the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Who else has got to go? Who else? Oh, here, Kelly, here's your chicken wall picture. I did find, you did get me that. And I see yes. what you mean. It's it's really, this chicken stadium, which, by the way, sounds too much like kitchen stadium, like Iron Chef, but 
chicken stadium um you can have all these chickens there they essentially each have a coop where they can poop out eggs and um watch events happen and i love it yeah yeah they can watch me run around furiously building things nice it's great i don't see any and chickens I'll... in here though are they in there no i'm okay. i'm i'm still hatching a bunch of them um um because each level of er, chickens basically have stats and this time around i'm trying to get like all like hatch or breed them so that all of their stats are maxed out before i put them in the coop what do you need stats for um the better the stats the more stuff that they make um like right now i have two log chickens and like in addition to making eggs and fertilizer, they also make logs. Well, the better wait, their stats. Wait, 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 wait. They make logs. Yes. Are there logs yes, different in their chickens. eggs? They no, lay, they, they... they like hatch logs. What? They they basically uh They have little bricks. log babies. <laughs> all all chicks love log. Do 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 do. What but, like, downstairs, runs over you, you, in pairs, runs over your neighbor's dog. Okay, sorry. Okay, Chris, you're annoying me. They, uh, it's like, you get iron. Snack. It fits on your back. It's log, 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 <laughs> log, log. <laughs> it's Pascal's log. I need, Kelly, I need, keep trying. Kelly, keep I need trying to, to tell your story while we constantly interrupt. It's too early to drink. <laughs> I, I need to go over to your house and wake up your wife and be like, he, he's, he won't let me talk. He's driving me up the wall. Do I some... think we're driving Kelly to alcoholism. Contain your husband. <laughs> but no, like the different chick, the reason why you want to build this chicken stadium is because you breed them together and different chickens make different resources. So you have redstone chickens and iron chickens and some of the higher level ones uh, have like, you have diamond and emerald chickens and stuff like that. And it's a good way to get resources because in this version of Minecraft, like all the, you aren't just going through like a randomly generated world that you basically have to come up with all of your own resources so that's why having a good chicken farm is great because um yeah that's how you get most of your stuff and it's one of the ways that you can get a lot of stuff does so, that make but, any sense so my only problem is do you use antibiotics on those chickens I don't know. I right. don't care. I just want them poop. I'm just pooping, concerned that they're very skits. much not free range, and I just don't feel like we can support this. No, but they're... You can't sell your eggs well, to Whole Foods, get... for example. This is no good. It, if you hate that, you really hate the fact that I drowned the rejects in lava. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> All I keep thinking is 2019, where we're min-maxing chickens. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, it's different. But, but it's relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it goes back to the whole relaxing. Uh, oddly I mean, satisfying watching your chicken sp- hatch Yeah, oddly satisfying. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not that satisfying well, for the for chicken. the miracle of birth. No. Look, it's a piece of wood. <laughs> okay. Don't uh, don't chicken shame me. <laughs> I'm poultry shaming you. <laughs> y- yes, you are. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Says the person who melts their defective chickens in lava. No, what's worse <laughs> is that I tried to build like a chicken grinder, 
And I told my husband about this and he looked at me horrified and he said, I just put the rejects in the lava. You're sick. Like the dating site? So you were grinding them? Yeah. Peter didn't have you on a list. They have you on it one now. Did you you, um, make chicken nuggets out of them at least? They they do drop uh, meat. So, yeah. Perfect. I approve of this. You don't want to let any part of the chicken go to waste. That's why you need the grinder. It's important. No, you really don't. Because the fertilizer you you can use to grow crops and meat you can use to tame animals or cook. So it's all good. Animals that you can raise and then put into the shredder when they reach age. Yes. It's a a circle of life. Yes. Chicken-based life forms. (sighs) Indeed. Oh, gosh. Josh, what have you been playing? Uh... Well, well, I finished up uh, South Park last week, and after doing that, I um, got out my PS2 and plugged it in. I was curious if that thing still actually worked, because it's like an old, I think it was like, right, I bought it like right after launch. And so I plugged it up, and I got to put something in it to try it out and see if it still runs. And so I pulled out uh, Sakura Wars, So Long My Love, because I played that whenever that came out, like 10 years ago on the Wii. And the Wii version was uh, an English dub. And NIS being crazy back then, um, the PS2 version of that game, they put out uh, two different versions of it in the same release. They had a disc with the English dub, and then they had a disc with the uh, Japanese voice acting on it. So since I'd never heard the Japanese voice acting, I was like, eh, why not play it and see what the Japanese uh, voice acting is like? <laughs> so I got, I started out just playing that to just see if the PS2 still worked, and I've been playing it all week. There you go. <laughs> see, I remember only buying the PS2 version because that was the one that had the or came with the collector's edition that had all the it bonus did, yeah. stuff. Yep, yep. It comes with like an art book and a poster and I forget what, exactly what else. But yeah, the the special edition was the PS2 version and then the Wii version was just the, uh, you know, just the, the regular version with just an English dub. And Sakura Tyson or Sakura Wars is the this. Uh, well, it, I guess it wasn't really that long running, but it, it spanned what the Saturn and the. Uh, the Saturn and the Dreamcast eras for Sega, and it was a, this combination of strategy RPG, dating sim, and visual novel. And Lord help, it, it is just bizarre and crazy. Like, you're leading this group of people who are by day running a musical theater and then by night fighting demons in steampunk mecha in, like, a alternate version of the 1920s. <laughs> It, it is such a bizarre game. This one's in, in America. Yeah, this the fit. This was the last one they put out. This one was set in New York City. New the theater York is City. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, the theater is like right in the middle of Times Square, and every time the their you know the enemies come out, like the theater itself transforms into this runway for the. Uh, the giant airship to launch out of it on like a giant crossbow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going game, through a let's play to try and find some gameplay footage. Um, we are now like over an hour into oh, the game you're gonna and have there's to go several still hours. no gameplay. <laughs> uh, we have a lot of novel. Um, 
Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of visual novel Wait, in this game. What? <laughs> Hold on. Why? Why is there? You're talking to a horse at this point. Why? Uh, oh yeah. Why is the horse inside? Oh. oh. <laughs> Heck, you you didn't you haven't seen it. The horse has a mask. He wears a mask, so he stays you know so, incognito. So you can't tell who he is. Exactly. <laughs> it's the only horse you hang out with. I don't know. But no one knows who he is. <laughs> well, who is that masked man? That's a horse. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> it has four legs. Oh, it could be a clever costume. <laughs> it, it, it's Troxedo Mask. It just shit on the carpet. Like, no, that's part of the costume. <laughs> okay. That's part of what I love about that game. It is just totally oh. crazy. <laughs> the the combat the combat is actually pretty good um i had forgotten just how small the uh like the map sections are because mm -hmm. i don't know why but i remember the oh, ps2 i remember them being bigger than they actually are they're they're pretty there you go you finally found combat this is the one I, i'm confused so it, this came out to the wii here right i thought yes we and P, we and ps2 it came out to ps2 as well okay yeah yeah it was like one of the very last PS2 games released, is other the, than is, you know, is like one version better Madden than the other. No, oh, they're okay. pretty. Like I said, they're they play identically. It's the only difference the is the PS2 still works. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, and the PS2 comes with uh, the the PS2 version comes with the option of playing with Japanese voice acting or English voice acting. Although you have to make that choice at the beginning because the two versions it's two separate separate discs and the save files aren't compatible what because ps2 man oh right yeah there's no hard drive to store a patch on okay yeah great well there was but yeah it was, it was like 100 it was bucks. full of uh final fantasy 11 <laughs> <laughs> but the combat itself is like really i i I really like it. You know, it's it's not fixed to a grid. It's free movement. All the different characters have like different types of attacks, so they'll attack like different areas around them or in front of them. You know, their different weapons have different like styles of attack. And then there's like this balance between your movement. You get so many essentially like movement points, and then you have to decide like how you want to spend them either to move a certain amount of area or you can do like if you don't move very much, you can do extra attacks. So you can kind of balance that back and forth like, OK, I don't want to I want to, you know, like maneuver my character so it doesn't have to so I don't have to move them very much. And then I can do like five attacks in a row and do a ton of damage. Or, you know, like it's also balanced out with like being able to um, go into a defensive mode so you don't take very much damage, which might be important if you kind of like run up forward and then get surrounded by a bunch of enemies. Or there's also like you you spend those um, that same sort of set of points on like healing yourself. Like there's a pretty good, decent bit of variety in terms of like um, little, a good variety in terms of the strategy that you're using to to go through the missions. Like that part of it is a lot of fun. And then they also break it up by having uh, these flying sections of the battles where you'll end up fighting like some huge boss who's gigant, so gigantic that you instead of fighting him on the ground, you have to like transform into a flying mode and then fly and fly up and attack him. Like it keeps it keeps things, you know, it, it keeps things from getting boring. That's for sure. 
it's definitely a game that that you know you need to have <laughs> you need to be in for a kind of silly lighthearted sort of game and that's just kind of been perfect for me lately because there's well. just not many games where it's like you, you, you know like you're going to be fighting demons one moment and then you're going to come back and do a musical version of cleopatra the next so this is the <laughs> second time you've played this uh a couple of years ago i played the uh the first game in the series on psp Oh, okay. Which never came out here. I played the I played the Japanese version and kind of played it with a translation. Oh, that's so hard to do. They timed some of those events. I know. Oh, I don't know how you pulled that off. It's like you need a second it person wasn't easy. whose job it is to manage the guide and who knows what choices that, you want to make. <laughs> that was the really good thing about playing that on PSP was that you could you could stick the thing into uh, sleep mode really quick and you know when look up oh. what what it is you needed to do. Okay, that's smart. That made it that made it much easier than like trying to play it on a Saturn emulator or something like well, that. Well, emulator would have a POS function too, wouldn't it? So. Oh well, yeah, probably so. So you just hotkey that stuff. Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah, you've, you've opened up a whole new I- idea for how to play those games to me. All right. Cool. <laughs> Why don't have those have like full fan translations? What's up with that? You'd think that stuff would be. I don't know. That stinks. There, there are fan translations of it, but they're yeah, they're, they're not all text files. As far as I know, yeah, they're all text files. How how come people on the internet haven't done a bunch of work for something that I want to play on a whim and don't want to pay them for? Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Why is the internet not bowing to my whims? because there's no way to turn this well, into you porn. Know, That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sega's working on the sixth game in the series, oh, and good. it's supposed to come out next year. Maybe we'll actually get some of the... Maybe they'll going along with that, they'll actually do something about putting all of these old ones out again. Um, that's what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the Persona 3 moment for this series. Like, once it hits... Mm-hmm. Which probably won't ever happen. But if it did, then maybe we'll see a bunch <laughs> this of This is interest. such a weird little niche game. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm... I'm 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 really I, I tell you playing this has got me really excited for the the one coming out next year because this game it, it it makes it very apparent that this series has never really had a big budget and they're putting they they were talking about like how this is the biggest budget and the biggest team they've ever put in into a Sakura Tyson game they basically moved over the entire team that worked on Valkyria Chronicles four to now go and work on this so yeah hopefully it turns out really well. It's always been like this cult favorite. Well, I don't even know about cult, like this big favorite in Japan. It always ends up topping lists of uh, of surveys on Famitsu of games that they people want to see brought back. And I mean, it's had like musical spinoffs and stuff for years and years. So it'll be interesting to see it finally come back. I mean, we've gone from uh, Shin Megami Tensei from being just this really niche niche series to like an annual release, more or less. So anything can happen. Yep. I mean, Yakuza went from nothing to being huge now. So maybe maybe Sega's patience will be paid off. <laughs> I hope so. But that's most of what that's pretty much all I've been playing this week. I've just been playing that and maybe finishing up a little bit of Tokyo Xanadu, but oh, not much to say about it. Visual novel. I'm just watching this Let's Play. Uh, oh, it is. <laughs> if 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 you're going into play wow. Sakura Tyson, you best be prepared for lots of lots of talking. Oh man, 
Okay. It just goes on and on and, and, on, on, and, and on, on and on and on. <laughs> it's like, can I just watch the anime version instead? Do they have that? For some of them, they do. They, they? they do for the original. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'll do for that They're, one. The original's in English. Do they do it yeah. like other dating games where they kind of show you every girl's path, but he only ends up with one of them or sort of thing? Or uh, uh, they, they do it. It's, it's very much like dating sim where you get to see all the different girls, and then depending on your the choices that you make all the way along, you end up with different ones at the end. Oh, just at the end. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. And it's it's much more it's much more subtle than a lot of most of the games are these days where, you know, it's it's very obvious, like which one which one you're picking, which one you're going down in, in sacrifice. And it's it's a way more subtle, the decisions you're making and and which one you're going to end up with. It's not as telegraphed as much, which in some respects makes it more interesting. Or frustrating <laughs> or frustrating. Yeah. You, right? <laughs> True enough. All right. Don't end up with the twelve-year-old. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. The, mm, uh, mm, we're not going to go down that further. All right, Pascal. I think you're the last one. Would you play? I am. Um. And I played a game kind of like Josh, so we are going to oh, go goodness. down that road a little bit further. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if it's if it's as bad. I um, I gave a second attempt to Udaware Rurumamo. Udaware Rurumamo, underwater Mm -hmm. Rurumamo. Yeah, got it. I I started it like I I I don't even know how many months ago, three or four months ago. Yeah, this sounds this sounds um, like you found success this time. Not. (laughs) No, no. Um, I I think I have because last time I only maybe did a total of two hours um, spread out over like three weeks because I wasn't prepared for how much visual novel it is. And I mean, I like playing visual novels, but I wasn't expecting a visual novel at all. I thought it was just going to, well, I mean, I guess I was expecting an RPG because yeah. that's, that's what, that's what I picked to be, it up right? for. So which one did you play? And, There's like three of them, right? Um, yeah, it's the the first one, uh, right? the first one on the Vita. Um, I'm yeah. not sure if that is, is that the Mask of first Truth, Mask one? of Deception. No, I think it's Mask of Deception. Okay. Yeah, Mask of Deception. That is technically the second game, but we didn't get the first game, right. so it's the first one released here. First one from first one that I could be playing. I think. I thought Correct. we got the first game um, later. Prelude to the Fallen, right? Oh, we'll, I don't even. Know. We'll get that. that it is coming out later. Coming yes. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> He's just run out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so how does Ude Warimono treating you just, this yeah, time? So I'm watching something knew... else entirely now. I don't even care. Just of underwater. Course. Of course underwater you are. <laughs> how else could it be? Um, all right. So I, I work in the school system. So now I've got time off being June and all that summer vacation. So um, I picked it back up. And this time I knew what I was getting into. So I'm actually, I've spent about eight or nine hours with it now, which I think is much more successful and I'm probably going to stick to it. And um, in in that time, I've I've played a grand total of three battles. Yep, yep, I was about to say, that's about right. It's about to get a lot better because I think you're, you must be getting close to the capital. Probably. Yeah, yeah that's the capital. Yeah, yeah. Once you get to the capital, it becomes a much more. You get to um, start doing hunts, and the world is no longer linear. And, <laughs> oh wait, never mind. 
<laughs> it's no. not let, not like that, but yeah, yeah, it, it starts becoming a much more normal balance of uh, of those uh, visual novel strategy RPG things, where it's like okay, a little bit of visual novel strategy you know, battle time. There's something about that that I kind of still appreciate, even so. Um, yeah. Whereas most games will just say, you know, uh, here's a healing potion. Go to the menu and use it to heal. Um, this game devotes. 20 minutes to explain to you in painstaking detail how the healing potion is made, what ingredients go into it, um, how it's applied, what it feels like during its application, what the after effects are for a while, uh, and all of it like in dialogue so that you really have to, uh, well, you know, I'll, you really get to enjoy the the lore to like the deepest level possible ever. <laughs> Yeah, this game has a pretty high barrier of entry that I, I, I don't blame anyone who kind of like falls off on this game because it is incredibly visual novelly and slow to start out with. Yeah, well, it is um, it is funny, though. It has made oh, me yeah. several times even uh, just with his like the well, not all of its characters, but some of the there's one particular one that you get to in the first, you know, eight hours, <laughs> which is longer than some games total. Um Josh will know who it is. It's, um, he's kind of like a – and I should also mention the translation is really well done. Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a character that's dressed up like a hmm, – I guess like an ancient like Japanese noble with uh, with like white face paint and uh, oh, traditional yeah, yeah, yeah. robes. And the way that they translated his dialogue is in, is in a very um, – I don't know, like a very – like a sh almost a Shakespearean, but taken to like a ridiculous over the top level um, kind of, I don't know what to dialect, I guess, maybe. And that's not really that word. Yeah, I can't think of the right way to describe it. It's been a like, while, but very, yeah, yeah. Like, um, I met, you know, a uh, high lady of the court, except mm -hmm. it's a, you know, it's a man, but that's what he talks like. And it's 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 pretty funny to actually uh, to, to go through. So it's I mean, it's very entertaining as as lengthy as it is. Um, I, I do think I'm going to stick with it this time. So, yeah, that's one of uh, one of my things I've been enjoying. Um, and then I celebrated the release of Trails of Cold Steel 2 on the PS4 by finally playing Trails or starting Trails of Cold Steel 1. On the PS4? Ah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say PS4? Just not. Oh, uh, you said sure PS4 said right. for the yeah, release. Yeah. I'm just making okay. sure that's what you're playing it on, too. Yeah. I don't, and I this one also on the, this, the PS4 version, yeah. Because it's Good on deal. PC right as well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, well, the PS4 version is the, the the newer release, right? And that's the one that I'm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm playing. Um, and that's I don't know. I think in some ways it's kind of it's kind of similar, even if it's not to as not to the same extent that um, Udaware does it, but it's very you get into the nitty gritty of school life. This mm -hmm. one, I'm assuming, probably most of you have <laughs> played. Yeah. Yeah, this this game is long but good. Yeah, it takes its time to let you, I don't know, role play. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is chatty Falcom at its best. Mm. Yeah, but also really well um, translated. Like I'm, I'm just, I, I just happen to have a really good streak of translations going right now. Uh, yeah, and they they did a, a pretty incredible job since this one is. You know, it ties into the three earlier Sky games and <laughs> two Crossbell games that we didn't get, and they, the Exceed staff put a lot of lot of 
a lot of love and a lot of work into trying to make sure that everything ties together. Because there are characters, there are just, you know, tiny little side characters in this game who carry over, who were, like, introduced way back in the very first Trails in the Sky game. And they, you know, start popping back up and having yeah. new side quests for you. <clears throat> Um, and I, the, the sky games, I've only played the first one and maybe only for about three or four hours. So my, my knowledge is really limited of this universe, but uh, a couple of years back four I guess four, three, four years ago, um, when I, the first Chris, the first time I went to E3 with you guys, yeah. um, one of the games I covered was, uh, trails Two. I think that's when it just came out and, um, I ended up talking to the, I'm not sure if that's her original, like her, her official title, but I think she was like the localization director of um of the the western release of trails yeah but isn't or she, two anyway yeah and she's like is that the lady who's like left or they fired but now she's still with i don't this is so confused i don't i don't know you think i had to yeah Brittany avery yeah it's yeah that that could be i think that anna always knows anna knew her better than me and knows the whole story mm-hmm. anyway i think she's still involved with the other one but things got weird i don't i don't uh-huh. know what's going on I'm watching it. Yeah, but she was more um, now with a an actual frying pan controller, which is amazing. She was filling me in on how the, like the the games kind of intertwine the the characters and the locations and things like that. So I I'm not really getting all of the I guess the 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 in jokes or references because I just don't have the um the knowledge of the other games, but I know it's there. I, I think it still works fairly well even if you don't have that in Cold Steel. Yeah, yeah. I, I played Trails in the Sky, and I really didn't get a lot of the in uh, jokes either. But it's also been a while since I played Trails in the Sky. So I'm not sure. Like, I just finished Chapter Two of Cold Steel, and it's it's starting to get to the point where I'm getting a little fatigued by it. And then I keep hearing how, and and, and you know, it is enjoyable. It has been enjoyable, but I'm I really hope that they switch it up because I know well. So all I, the first two chapters kind of follow the same routine of you spend time at school, you do lessons and basically you really just interact with people. You know, you want to you can put as much time as you want into getting backstory on a lot of the side characters and you do the the missions around school they give you. And then they send you on a uh, what do they call it? A field study where you get oh, sent wow. to a different town and they give you, um well, a bunch of quests to do there, too, basically. But this has happened twice already, and it's I don't know that this it, I'm I'm getting to the point where it, the lengthiness of it all is 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 a little um is fatiguing me just a little bit. Like I, yeah. I want something I want something to switch it up now, and I don't know if it's going to do that or not. Um, unfortunately, not until late <laughs> in the game. Uh, yeah, and I felt mm. the same way playing through it. It's like, man, I I wish that this would kind of change a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I dug it at first. I really liked the, the fact that how, how it was taking its time, really introducing all the characters and um, and, and just the world. But I don't I, I can't really put my finger on what it is I wanted to do right now. But I, I need something different, I think. <laughs> so therefore, I, don't, I, I might put it on the, the back burner, at least until like E3 is all over with and the dust is settled. It's tough because those games are definitely designed as a slow burn. Yeah, and they are—they are just not going to move things along. Maybe the problem like is I have—I'm playing two slow burn slow games burns, at yeah. the same time. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't have a Vita, do you? Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I'm playing the other one on. Oh, okay. Little worry. Because um, 
I took a advantage quite a bit of the cross cross save function where you know if I knew I was going to go and go to my parents' house or whatever, I'd uh, put the save on the Vita version mm. and play over there, kind of play in bed a little bit, and then if I knew I was going to have a lot of time to burn, then I would go back to the um, PS3 version. Luckily, it sounds like you're playing on PS4, which is nice because you can actually put it on in sleep mode, which I couldn't do on the PS3, which kind of drove me crazy. And it's got the the fast-forward function for traveling and battles and stuff, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, for battles, really? Is it for I battles? I don't know. I can't. I haven't, I haven't played it. Um, and that's the other. I'm not sure that I'm really um doing the the combat correctly. I mean, I'm doing it right. I'm 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 getting through the battles, but I'm having like some of the bosses and such are, are a little bit harder than I think they're meant to be. So I'm not sure if I'm equipping the orbins to the best like possible effect uh, i looked at, i tried to look up uh, like a like a video of like is there any like easy hints or something that something that i could be doing and uh, everything i've seen online is just oh it's you know you know this game is is really easy so you don't really need to i don't know worry about like whether, whether you're equipping the right ordinance and i'm so i don't know i'm doing something wrong yeah i didn't bother with any of that i just let the game choose the ordinance for oh. me the auto equip, I, you know, yeah. I, I haven't done that. Maybe I should do that. I, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, the game is easy enough. And are you playing on easy or are you playing on normal? Um, probably normal. I don't remember what I selected, but I don't. I don't usually choose easy unless there's like extraneous circumstances. Yeah, I think you can drop it down to easy if you get too, if things get too hairy. But um. I'll try the auto equip first and see if yeah. the game is smarter than I am. Well, the all the pretty much all the Trails games, like if you die in a battle, it will give you in, in the Cold Steel yeah. games, it will give you the option to retry it at a lower difficulty. That bad. yeah, but that's for wimps. I don't want to do that. <laughs> Toxic I masculinity, everybody! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, one one boss that I kept dying on, like maybe six or seven times, and. Every time it kept taunting me with the, "Do you want to switch it to easy?" But I said, "No, I'll wait till the um, the AI gives me a lucky break and it doesn't use its like best attacks three in a row on me." And that's how I win. All right, so yeah, there's that. But that's you know, so I'm having fun. Maybe maybe it's time I look for um, a third option, something something different. Besides the slow games, because, yeah, I think they're both like 50 hours plus and I'm, Trails is probably well over that. Oh, it is. So uh, I'm going to be sitting there all summer just trying to get through one game at this at this rate. <laughs> so and, and um, so, yeah, Chris just sent over um, Persona 5, but um, it's probably not going to um, lighten the load any, to be honest. I'm going to say but... you're complaining about slow burn games. <laughs> yeah. That's much longer, right? It's not going to be the uh, the solution. Yeah, I played a game on my uh, on my Xbox recently. It was one of the free games that in their uh, live service a couple months ago, I think. Um, Comic Jumper. That's really that's been like the only um, like palate cleanser I've played recently. I don't know if you guys have heard of that or not? Mm-hmm. I've heard Comic Jumper. That's the not, not an RPG. It's a that's the one from uh, Sega. That's the Genesis game, right? Yes. Mm, 
Not no, like that's a Comic else. Zone. Thing yeah. Comic Zone where you jump through panel. Okay, I don't know what Comic Zone is. Yeah, but it's kind of like that. It's the adventure you're of Captain disgrace. Smiley, or is this something else? Yeah, yeah, that's it. This is you're, old. Uh, it's a yeah, it is, yeah. Hence why it was free. I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I think it was the very first like demo I ever downloaded on my 360. You know, years and years ago, and now I finally it was free. So I said, oh, maybe I'll finally get to play that one game I remember from 20 years ago. Not 20, but whatever. So um, it's a, a side-scrolling, basically, um, I guess, in a way, twin-stick shooter, because um, almost almost all the segments are shooting, and you you move with one stick and aim with the other one. But I, either I missed it, or the game never explained that you could do that, because you can also control your movement and aiming with the um, with the left stick, with, with the same stick. The drawback is that you have to be moving in the direction you're also shooting, and to be honest, I played the first half of the game not knowing that the second stick controls aiming separately. So it was really difficult to get through it. I had to, uh, like, basically I had to be moving in the same direction the enemy was or facing the same direction. And so this is, you know, omnidirectional. You have to shoot diagonally and up and down at times. And I kept thinking to myself, this is so hard. Like, the the part time at the end of a level will will tell me, like, 17 minutes. And I took an hour to get through it. And so either I'm really, really terrible at it, or this is way over the top difficult. And I couldn't figure out why it was designed so hard to to get through a level without like 25 deaths and taking an hour. And the reason is um, there's a, a secondary stick that you can use for aiming that I didn't know. Oh, existed. it's a twin stick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that what was... I'm saying. It's, oh, come on. It's a side-scrolling platformer, but with very heavy twin stick elements and I didn't, you, I was playing it about the not that stick. way. Yeah. That would make so, it harder. So yeah, play a shooter without, without aiming basically. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, so that was that fun. doesn't work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is the game fun? It doesn't look fun. I mean, it's, it's kind of repetitive, but it's got a fun uh, premise. You're a, the, you're a superhero, uh, a comic book superhero and your comic book gets canceled. So in order to to restart um, the comic book yourself, you have to uh, you have to to make guest appearances in other comic book genres. No, that's not to how, that's just not to make how some money. Books work. Well, they do in this world. So in between uh, missions, so the so the different uh, missions are also cast in different um, comic book genres and styles, and the. Um, like the, the graphics match whatever genre you're currently in. So like um, so one set of levels is set in a, like a Conan the Barbarian fantasy world. And the um, all the, the aesthetics are very like, well, Conan fantasy comic book. I don't know what else to call it there. And then you go into the Silver Age and everything looks like it did in like 1960s Marvel comics. And there's a, a there's a manga section where everything uh, scrolls from from right to left mm. and it's very like hyper stylized uh everything looks looks and sounds manga-ish and it's pretty funny as well like there's a lot of um funny dialogue but the actual gameplay is is really just running guns so it gets a little repetitive even when you play it correctly it isn't the most fun thing ever it's it's short i will give it that All right. Okay. Well, that was a weird noise. <laughs> Hardcore history detected. 
All right. <laughs> That's it for me. All right. So we should move on to the question of last week, which was, what E3 conference or booth are you looking forward to? And we had a number of answers. First off, from Shaman says... For pre-show streams, aside from the obvious Devolver one, I'm curious about limited runs videos since they had some some surprising releases last year and are rolling out their last Vita games this year. As for booths, aside from committing several illegal acts to play a ton of Fire Emblem Three Houses, I'm looking forward to hopefully trying the Genesis Mini at Sega and running into Anna. I'm sure she'll appreciate that, Shaman. Victor says, uh, question of the week. I suppose I'm curious what Nintendo has up its sleeve. So that's something. And then a correction for previous week. Um, the Penny Arcades episode three does include the create a character avatar from the first two episodes in a free DLC bonus episode called the beginning of the end. And it doesn't matter what you made them look like because uh, Tycho puts a bag over your avatar's head so you don't have to see them, <laughs> which is a pretty <laughs> good solution. Uh, and they heartily recommend per- episodes three and four. So Featherhoof says, uh, let's see. Question of the week, I'm more or less looking forward to just all of E3 as a whole. Even Microsoft's, even though I don't own uh, one, oh, even though I don't own or want an Xbox One, at least uh, it'll show things that'll eventually come to PC. But if I had to choose, it'd have to be Nintendo, Devolver Digital, and Square Enix. Give me my Animal Crossings, my Link to the Past remakes, my Final Fantasy VII remakes, and Devolver showing off amazing games I never knew I needed in my life until that moment. Playtime says, it's a hard question of the week to answer this week. All my gaming needs have been addressed so far this year. Dragon Quest XI S is coming so I can play in 2D. Rune Factory is back, as is Grandia. Well, kind of. Some information about the new Dragon Quest Monsters game or the move uh, the move of Etrian Odyssey and SMT5 to the Switch. But those aren't really E3 things. Uh, I guess I'll just be keeping my eyes open for anything. And everything. You guys think we'll see more about that SMT game on the Switch? I hope so. Uh, that's probably t- t- Tokyo wishful, Show. Wishful thinking? <laughs> well, we'll see. Budai says, for question of the week, I'm a simple person. Give me more of that Final Fantasy VII. Mr. Wolf texted us and says, hopefully I get this in on time. You did. I'm really excited for Nintendo's E3 as I'm hoping and praying for more news on the Switch Animal Crossing and maybe even a trailer for Metroid Prime 4, which probably won't happen, but I can dream. Also, I got Persona Q2, which is the first time I've ever bought a first-person dungeon crawler, and I'm in love with it! Hey, good for you, Mr. Wolf. Um, I'm currently on the second dungeon on the third floor and can hopefully have it done by next podcast. And happy 500! I know I'm late, but I still want to say how much I look forward to your podcast every week. Oh, thanks, Mr. Wolf. Oh. Let's see. If you want to leave messages for the show, it's 608-729-4098. Email address is podcast.rpgamer.com. There will be no question of the week because there will be no time for a question of the week. So just, um, well, actually, no, 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 no. Tell us as the week goes on, what's what's your big thing? What's like the thing that made E3 for you? So we have what you're looking forward to. What what was actually the hit? What hit you? What got you? What'd you like? What... Um, impacted you? No, I need an easier word. What did you like best about E3 this week? A game, a moment, a person, some silly outfit someone was wearing. Just hit me your best of E3. 
What what did you like? All right, folks, you ready for the news? Beep 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 beep. beep. All right, Dragon Quest Walk was announced. Peter, are you gonna go Dragon Quest walking? Uh, probably. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. So it was I a- mean, I'm. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm excited for Niantic's doing another uh, similar game. I think it's a Harry Potter game. Uh, right. um, so yeah, I'm I'm invested in How all that stuff. How many phones are you so gonna have? Do you just have a phone for each game? Nine. Nine no. phones. Okay, just a vest of them, right? So you just yeah. You just it's like, are one. you walking, bro? No. Okay. Um, uh, no, I just swap between them. It's gonna come out in Japan this year. It's being developed by Colopal, C O L O P L, and uh, has a closed beta beginning on June 11th. That's three days from now. And we'll see what's going on with that. Also, as part of this, they announced that Dragon Quest Twelve is officially beginning uh, development. So, woo! Woohoo! All right. And we have Shenmue Three got delayed. Oh, who's so surprised? Oh my god! <laughs> it's been moved from August twenty seventh to November nineteenth. Wasn't it already delayed to August twenty seventh to begin with? Yeah, something like that. I think so. The game's never coming out. We'll see. November 19th, we'll see if it hits for holiday. So, Who's actually going to play Shenmue 3? Anybody? I will be. I didn't even play the first two. Okay, so Peter is. Yeah, I'm going to marathon them. I bought the remakes on the PS4. Yeah. So I will marathon all, all three. three. Oh, jeez. Yep. I'll watch you do it then, because I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pokemon Sword and Shield. They had a big thing. Did you all watch it? They had a direct this week. Yes, yes. I was was so excited. So they announced some new stuff, lots of new Pokemons, including a cute little sheep whose uh, name goes with DuckTales, Wooloo. Uh, No, its name is just Wooloo. Um, And some, some grass things and a bird that's like made of metal, but it's dark or something. Corviknight. And it weighs much less than other birds that we've seen, which should weigh more than it should weigh more than. Anyway, we also learned that uh, your your Pokemon can turn into Kaijus. So with a move called Dynamaxing, they'll jo- grow giant. And uh, I, I put a link in. I put a link in there for you to show the stream. Ah, Dynamax was a mistake. Waylord, it's bigger than the planet. No. <laughs> what happens if you Dynamax your Waylord? That'll be a bad idea. Hmm. My, my friends and I were trying to figure out like what the dirtiest Pokemon or the most absurd Pokemon you could die to max. And I said I wanted to get an unknown letter F. <laughs> All right. Uh, also, you get uh, a wild area where you can kind of just go around and explore with other people. Um, and inside there, the, you'll find raid battles. Um, and apparently they're going to add AI so you can do raid battles on your own if you really don't want to play with other people on the internet or friends locally. Um, we saw some other characters introduced, which I don't really want to go through here. You can watch the videos. I mean, the whole thing, the direct, you can just go watch it. Um, I still have no reason to believe that Score Bunny will evolve into anything but a fighting fire type, which makes everybody sad. Oh, and they announced the legendaries, which oh, one right, of them is right. essentially Sif. One, Sif from Dark Souls or Amaterasu or other dogs that hold weapons in their mouths from other media that you can think of. Um, 
And then another one who looks like he got his head caught in a fence. And yeah. He's just running around <laughs> with the fence now. <laughs> have, have you seen the memes of people yes. like doing pictures of dogs holding knives and yes. heads stuck in a fence? Yes, I have. There were so many. Hilarious. <laughs> so um, I think everybody's going to want to want going to want sword now instead of shield. And uh, which makes me sad because Anna and I will play opposite versions and she'll probably make me take the shield. So I'll get the dopey dog. <sighs> I don't get the cool dog. Oh, well, I can trade for it. Maybe somewhere. Let's see. Uh, oops, I lost my links. We have the Surge 2, Pascal. No, wait, we have Battletech first. Battletech. Hey. Battletech. Oh. Yeah, sorry. Why must you do that? Yeah. Harebrained Schemes and Paradox have unva- unva- unveiled the latest DLC for Battletech. Uh, it's going to put... Uh, battles are in the cities this time. It's 20 bucks. Go look it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's a trailer. Surge 2. You excited? Well, five seconds ago I was now. But now you're not? Yeah. No, it's all over now. Uh, September 24th. Just out of out of spite. On PS4, Xbox One, and PC, um, you can get uh, the Urban Gear Pack DLC if you pre-order the game. Who cares? Um, it's going to be another Dark Souls-like with uh, with like lots of robots, right? So, there you go. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, did you witness the future of video gaming this week? I did. You did. What do you think about the future of video gaming? <laughs> I uh, think it'll be dead in 16 months. <laughs> yeah, pre-show we were like all taking bets on how long it's going to last before Google forgets about it. My my prediction is a year. So Phil Harrison's over at Google pr- promoting this uh, this big thing, Stadia, um, in a very vague and yet seemingly detailed full presentation that really kind of buried how this game service is going to work in very kind of tossed out at the end details. So what they want you to know is that it's going to be a service that can stream up to 4K with surround sound and all this cool stuff. Um, And then uh, they have a pro version for 10 bucks a month, which gets you some games and, 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 and yeah. And, you know, you can try it out for free if you buy our controller bundle because the controller and some of this, uh, the, the, the pro service will be bundled Chromecast Ultra. and a Chromecast Ultra for $129, $139. And uh, that'll get you into the beta this year. So the problems are thus. One, that $10 a month service is just a handful of games. Um, I don't know exactly how many. I don't think they've said... Uh, that $10 a month service is required if you want to stream anything at 4K. And you will need to buy the games that aren't included for free with that monthly s- service on top of your monthly service. So you're going to have to lay out, we assume, normal $60 for games to pay on top of your $10 a month subscription fee if you want to do this 4K60 with surround sound streaming. However... You don't need to do any of that. You could just use the Stadia base option, which is free. Um, it's not out till 2020, so that's not even out this year. That limits you to 1080p 60, stereo sound and 60 frames a second. So that's not bad. Not bad at all. But you still have to buy the games on top of that, to, of course. I mean, at some point, someone's got to get money for games. So you're going to buy games. Uh, you get no free games with that membership because it's a free membership. 
Um, you can't do it at all this year. There's no way to do it at all. The base at all. Not till 2020 sometime. Um, so yeah, Stadia is out this year as a beta, essentially, if you buy this controller bundle. And that's it for Stadia this year. Um, you'll get three months, I guess, of that premium service. And then after that, you're paying 10 bucks a month to keep playing uh, until the base service comes out later. If you want to play um, without any of that and you sign up for the beta, I think you can... Well, after <laughs> so there's the, the exclusive beta that's only part of the Founders Edition. After that, it sounds like there'll be another beta that anyone can get into. You're going to have to pay the $10 a month for that. And uh, if you want to not pay any more money, you're going to be playing on a PC uh, with a Chrome, anything running Chrome. If you want to play on TV, the only way to do it right now, it sounds like, the only way they've announced, is with that controller bundle. So, with all these caveats and confusing options and vague release dates, who's excited for Stadia? (laughs) Yeah. Crickets. Um, Also, none of the cool features they talked about at the previous reveal, like being able to share a drop-in, drop-out co-op play, being able to share a game state with someone so you can try, like, they've set you up to try this challenge or this cool glitch so you can see it for yourself. None of that's at launch. None none of that even has a date. So that's all coming later. So, yay? No? I I mean, I played the... uh... Their their earlier incarnation, their earlier beta of this, the the Project Strain sure. with Assassin's Creed, and like that was surprisingly decent, you know, like yeah, it, it was not it was not as good as playing on PC. It was probably it was in the ballpark of playing on PS4, you know. So um, there wasn't much latency. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to ask you is like, let's follow the logic down. Like, I kind of think I see where you're going. Let's assume all that still holds. Um, it's 2020 now. Imagine it's 2020 now. That service is out. You have to buy a game on their service, and that's going to be the only way you can play that game, and you'll get that same experience, maybe even a little better than you remember when you did that that first test. You going to spend the 60 bucks to yeah. buy the Stadia version of a game and play it only streaming? Hell no. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> How, does it need like, to cost less? It's... What gets you into Stadia? Like, does it need to be yeah, better? Like, uh, I don't know. It, it needs to. It, I mean, there there are a certain group of people that maybe it works for where like, oh, you don't have a good gaming PC. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to invest in a, in a uh, console. But like, what is that market like? Let me tell I mean, you, you know, ten, if you... 10 bucks a month is a lot cheaper than buying like the top of the line graphics cards every year or two. Oh, so, true. So maybe that's a better way to get high-end PC games, as long as you don't mind dealing with the small amount of lag because it's streaming. Is that who it's for? And, and, and assuming like you live in an apartment with no one else that you're sharing your internet with because right, right, you right. need 35 you need... megabytes down. Oh, was that and was? that was the Jeez. one thing. And, and that was the one thing playing it like 99% of the time it was fine, but every once in a while like your Windows PC starts updating in the background and all of a sudden your, you know, your Assassin's Creed starts crapping out on you. Mm. <laughs> you got to go and figure out why. And I was living in a, you know, in a, in a home by myself, not having to share it with like a family, have kids watching Netflix, mm-hmm. have your roommate, Aww. you know, wanting to do something else. 
it, it works great if you're the only one doing it and you know you like your internet is not being shared with anyone else but if you're in any other situation where you know two or three people are all trying to do something online at the same time it can kind of start falling apart and i mean that's internet here in america <laughs> so they announced a number of pc rpgs that will be coming to this thing um including two that aren't out yet one is darksiders genesis this is coming to this service um and the other one is well um Baldur's gate 3 which what an interesting place to announce Baldur's gate 3 don't you think <laughs> So Larian Studios, the people, Larian, yeah, the, uh, Larian Studios, who did Divinity Original, well, Divinity Everything and Divinity Original Sin One and Two, um, they've been big fans of D and D for forever. They had like this thing where Wizards of Coast folks were playing um, a Wizards of Coast module in Divinity Original Sin's creator mode and stuff like that, or the the sequels creator mode or something like that. Um, so they've been wanting to do D and D stuff for forever, obviously. Um, if and it finally came through, they finally like Wizard said, "All right, let's do this." And so they're getting the chance to make Baldur's Gate three. That's cool. Who's been? Whoever thought? I never thought Baldur's Gate three was going to happen. I thought that was dead and done. And now here we got a new company coming to the to the to the plate to give us Baldur's Gate three. Who's excited? That'll get you to buy Stadia, right? Except you can play it on PC. Oh, <laughs> is that it? Oh, can, is it going to come to consoles too, probably? Well, they haven't announced that yet, but it is coming to PC at least. Okay. I don't think any game is going to get me to, to stream. I just bought a new PC this year, and I had a horrible... I've had no real good PC forever, and mm. that hasn't convinced me to want to stream. Mm. <laughs> well... Um, guess, uh, I mean, un- uh, yeah, if, until uh, I can get Google Fiber, which I've heard that they're not even like really hammering anymore. The fiber, right. yeah, I don't think Google Fiber yeah. is happening anymore. <laughs> no, they've kind of given up on it, which is annoying. Mm hmm. I think they've decided them that to 5G is going to take care of that much more inexpensively like we were talking about earlier on the cast i mean like if if this was 30 bucks a month but you got like lots and lots of new games every month maybe right yep you know if it it was if it really was netflix i might do the streaming if i could get you know think like game pass with like even more games and then yeah Mm -hmm. all right let's Mm -hmm. do this Exactly. <laughs> you know, another thing we was talking about before the stream men, Sega nailed a surface like this with the Sega channel back in the day. Sure. When I thought it was pretty amazing. Yeah, they did, but like Ahead most of, of us time. didn't have that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ahead of technology. Yeah. Yeah, I think the challenging thing for me is that I mean the only reason I buy digital stuff to begin with is because um, like Steam and things like that they offer it super cheap <clears throat> excuse me especially because you know you don't own the game so if that service decides to shut down in say 18 months then you've just spent you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars for absolutely nothing yeah they're going to give me Steam keys if Google gives up on this project that's what terrifies right. me like, I, need, I, I need some I kind of this. thing like that I'm not going to spend 60 yeah. bucks for the right to stream it on your service and I have no right to use that thing after you're gone uh, no 
Like if you want to, yeah, you so want to do it like Netflix, where I'm getting a bunch of value for my money right out the door. I can I can justify that in my head, but like this, no. And the publishers right. don't want to do it like Netflix because they they're leaving money on the table because they could just sell us the games, right? So eh. mm-hmm. is, I don't see how yeah. this works. Yeah, I don't either. It needs to be like you said, a Netflix streaming, you know, thirty bucks a month or something like that, um, I, given the price of the games or whatever or you know sell us the service online and then make the games like five bucks here's what really sucks like you know how we got music subscription services is because people stopped Mm -hmm. buying music they pirated it and they stopped buying it (laughs) and like so between pirating and just lower sales they said okay well we'll do the subscriptions because they wanted money they didn't want to be out of money and movies things kind of a similar thing people stopped buying media and people who cared just pirated it because man that stuff's too expensive so now we've got a bunch of movie streaming services it's not exactly the same we're not really the same level as we are with music um i don't see how this happens with gaming unless piracy gets even bigger which i kind of don't want to support so i i don't know how we get a solution yeah, and I don't think, at least not newer games, the piracy is that bad. I mean, older games, it's it's pretty, you know, regularly yeah. available for people. Uh-huh. But newer stuff, I don't see very often where you find a website. It's like, hey, we've got all the new PS4 games. Come download them here. Yeah, they get shut down pretty quick. And yeah, and they're so and because they... they're so big, it's hard to pirate or have like a new site just stand up that has all the right. data, right? So yeah, like eight gigs of of game content. That's ridiculous. And you know the other big rub that I thought about this week, um, that one Telltale Minecraft game got delisted. Oh yeah, there you go. There's mm-hmm. there's an Which, example. <laughs> you know, stuff getting delisted. And you're not going to be able to find it anymore. And I don't even know if people that bought it are going to be able to rebuy it. So, I mean, I have no trouble buying things digitally, um, mostly because I'm with companies that I don't feel like are going away anytime soon. Uh, Google is not one of those companies, so that's what's hurting it for me. But, um, yeah. Google does not have a good track record of keeping things around if they they have the slightest thought that it's not doing well. Google Plus, Google Hangouts, Google Wave, Google Glass, Note, Google Notes, Google Glass. Oh, what else we got? Um Google Cardboard? I don't know if that counts. Google Reader? Google Reader, yeah. Um yeah, good job Google. Okay, Google. <laughs> Oops, I shouldn't say that out loud. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, Google, when will you stop being terrible? I'm sorry if you're unsatisfied with my performance. If you'd like to leave (laughs) feedback, please visit google.com slash feedback. Actually, no, we don't care. Nobody reads feedback. (laughs) There's one thing they did right, and that was allow me to have John Legend's voice as my Google Assistant, because that makes me happy every day. Nice. Yes. Can I change my Alexa lady to something like that? That would be awesome. can choose like probably uk british and that that'll be my only option all right well <laughs> more news than this happened this week so let's see what else we got we've got um ooh, baldur's gate 3 announcement yeah so is there more details on that that we should share no we don't know uh, okay i don't think so 
Darksiders Genesis was announced, which we had talked about briefly. Um, that is THQ Nordic and Airship Syndicate are teaming up for that one. It's the fourth and final Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Uh, so it's a spin-off to the action RPG series, Darksiders, which there's been three so far. So, um, yeah. So well, what's important is this one is a different uh, it's a different game entirely because it's a top-down isometric RPG instead of the the action RPG the other ones have been. So, so this, is this a good thing or is this a or is this a bad sign that the last one did badly and this is how they're trying to keep the series well, limping along? I, I was thinking that too, but I mean they are calling it a spin-off, so it they're I guess what they're not saying is that this is the official conclusion to the Darksiders story. Although it does have the, you know, the only unused uh, horsemen so far. Yeah, right. Know. Which seemed weird as as a spinoff. Mm-hmm. Don't know. So Darksiders Genesis coming to PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. Whew. And it's, of course, going to be on Stadia as well. But uh, I, I think this is good. Let's have different genres, different takes on things. But, like... Why would you do it's a different the reveal developer, of your fourth horseman with a different game genre instead of like saving it for your main genre? That's just so weird. No. All right, but it looks neat, so we'll see how it pans it's out. A, it's the developer from um, they did uh, Battle Chasers. What, oh, like you liked that, ago. didn't you? I did. It was great. I've bought that on your recommendation. I haven't tried it yet, so I need <laughs> to do that. I always, I always just like when a sentence start with, starts with "you liked it, so I bought it," and then I'm, I'm and then it of, makes you terrified, pins right? and needles yeah. waiting what comes next. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Hero Land was announced by Exceed Games. Oh, that's the wrong button. This was work cross work in Japan. Work cross work. All right. Yeah. So it's, what are you game? It is in a theme park where attendees attendees can go dungeon crawling, fight off enemies, and become their very own heroes. And you're the tour guy. Oh, this is a builder game. All right. How do I... When? 2019 in the U.S. for Switch. Yeah. And what else? PS4. PS4. Oh, one of your characters can be a dog. Nice. Can you pet the dog? I don't know. We'll have to ask the the Twitter account. Um, All right. Uh, Can you pet the legendaries in Pokemon? That's a good question. We need to figure that out. These are important things that we don't have details, Nintendo. Come on. If if Pokemon Anami comes back, the you know petting mini game from the DS games, then yes. For sure, you'll be able to. Yeah. All right. Uh, Spaceland was also announced. There's a trailer you can watch on the site right now. This is from Tortuga Team, the developer of the Braveland trilogy of tactical RPGs, which I have not tried. Um, coming out quarter three, 2019 on PC via Steam. It's designed to have quick combat, uh, not needing to worry about equipment or, or shots, and inst- or miss shots, and instead focusing entirely on unit placement and line of sight. So I guess no chance of missing. So that's nice. And uh, it's in space. So go check that out. See if that's your thing. Braveland. No, uh, Sega has announced Citizens of Space coming from developer Eden Industries. Uh, it's a follow-up to Citizens of Earth, which was a comedic RPG from 2015, which I remember seeing published or publicized, advertised on a billion different things and on sale a million times. Um, 
Yeah, so let's see. This uh, looks like a nice cartoony art style. Looks like an RPG. Things are crazy. You are uh, the Earth's newly appointed ambassador to the Galactic Federation of Planets. Um, and at your introduction speech, it's discovered Earth has gone missing. So you need to go find it. So there you go. How did you lose a planet? I, the, yeah, it sounds like you're just really exuding confidence, competence in this game. Um, we have some editorial content on the site we want to plug. JRPG Eld Champions has been decided. Congratulations to the Zenobia White Wolves. Who was that? Whose team was that? That was Ryan, I think. Ryan, mm-hmm. good job, Ryan. Well done. And um, so I think it was pretty much over when he picked um, near. Yeah, I, I had a feeling two B might carry that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done with pick number six in rounds one and three. Pick number eleven in rounds two and four made some good choices. So, all right. Uh, we have a Fate Extella Link review, a Felseal Arbiter's Mark review, a Toe Jam and Earl Back in the Groove, is that an RPG? Review, and a Labiscroft Labyrinth review. So go check those out, see what we thought of those games, and if you want to pick them up yourself. And then some briefs. Mary Skelter 2 is getting a Japanese Switch date. Uh, let's see, what is that date? It is August 22nd, 2019. So... We're one step closer to it coming here. Minoria got announced. It's a spiritual sequel to the Momodora games. So you can check that out. They, they Well, they announced a little video showing that off. Um, it was uh, shown off at Bit Summit in Japan. It's indie, it's indie game gathering in Japan. Limited Run Games also announced a physical edition of the Switch version of Momodora. So if you want to check that out, you can get your cat on. Uh, Monster Hunter World got some more videos showing off uh, weapons and some story stuff. Digimon Survive got a developer interview, um, which is Digimon Survive is a uh, strategy RPG set in the Digimon universe, so I anticipate Anna will be playing the heck out of that. Who wants to play a virtual reality RPG? Um, <laughs> it depends on what... Well, there's a new one coming out uh, two days ago. It's called Swords of Gargantua. It's a co-op. It's a co-op virtual reality RPG. Play with all your friends who have VR. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah. do, do you think these companies have like a, a focus group that they ever that they ask that question before they begin development? Who wants to play a VR? I think they get their development funded by the VR headset makers, and so they don't have to ask those questions. Um, it's coming out on Steam and Oculus Store. It's compatible with the HTC Vive, the Oculus Rift, the Oculus Quest, and Windows Mixed Reality headsets. That last one's a little weird. All right, cool. Um, yep, um, I, ha- I, can, I can see my Oculus from where I sit, and I still don't think I'm going to try that game. Uh, so let's see. We have Shattered Tale of the, of the Forgotten King available on Steam Early Access. This is from French developer Redlock Studio. It's a fantasy adventure RPG. It's going to be 25 bucks, uh, or it is, and you can try it out now. And it's mostly feature complete, they say, with stuff to be added throughout the Early Access period. And I bet the price will go up at the end of that. So if you're into it, go check it out and uh, do it. It's a Kickstarter-funded game. It's an adventure RPG with a focus on exploration and boss fights. Children of Morta, which feels like a game I've been hearing about for six and a half years. It's from 11-Bit Studios. 
Um, no, 11-Bit Studios publishing it. Dead Mage makes it. Okay. It's going to be out this summer for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. It'll be digital for 22 bucks, and a physical edition will be released by Merge Games for PC, PS4, and Switch in Europe and Australia as the same time as the digital release. I guess not here. It is a hack-and-slash roguelike. It stars the Bergson family, who have been guardians of Mount Morta for generations. Oh, that's right. I played this at, like, a PAX. Yeah. This played all right. Check this out. Uh, Hack-and-slash roguelike. If you're into roguelikes, everyone kind of has different power, so... Uh, 22 bucks is not bad. When is it out? This summer. We don't have a date beyond that. Alright, cool. And we have Greedfall Story getting a trailer. It's a game coming out in September from Spiders um, and publisher Focus Home. It is a choice-driven RPG where you make choices and then things happen. It's a consequences game. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So the story here is there's supernatural guardians that protect the island's native people from unwanted invaders, but there's a disease ravaging the world's population, and the secrets hidden on this island might be the key to curing it. So everyone's coming here, but the supernatural guardians don't want to be here. Uh, it's coming out September 19. PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. <coughs> Excuse me. Atelier Ryza has got m four more characters announced. This is... Okay, Lent Marslink, Dow Montgarden, Claudia Valence, and Rupert Valence. Okay, nobody knows who. Okay. Go read the story if you want to hear about the characters in the new Atelier game. There you go. And one final plug for E3. If you want to follow our E3 coverage and complain about it and comment on it and say, hey, this happened, look at this, and want to talk to other like-minded RPG lovers, come to our Discord. Go to um, rpgamer.com. We've got a link to the Discord there. Go to E3-2019 on our site. Just go to rpgamer, click the E3 link, um, or type E3-2019 after rpgamer.com in your browser, and you'll go right there. You can see all our E3 stories this week. I have questions for you all. I just <laughs> read a bunch of briefs. Does anyone care about any of them? Uh, I think Greedfall looks like it might be kind of interesting and I've liked Darksiders so far, so I'm not ready to like completely no, that wasn't a brief. take that, that one off brief. the table. That wasn't a brief. Oh, that sorry. Was a main story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Peter, but, I mean, anything? I'm just... Nothing? <laughs> you going to get <laughs> that Swords of Gargantua? Monster. Uh, I Monster don't have Hunter. VR, so... Uh, so Monster Hunter for you, right? Maybe? Gonna get yeah, but I still Iceborne? need to play through the... Yeah, I still need to play through the main other Monster Hunter... Main Monster Hunter world game. On PS4 or PC, Kelly? PS4. Ah, you can join up with Peter. I, I picked it up. Yeah, I picked it up during the um, hiatus when it was like 20 bucks. Yeah. I, I played a little bit of it, but then that's when I got sucked into Minecraft. All right. Everyone should go to Mixer.com slash PeterThomas6 tonight and help Peter play Monster <laughs> Hunter. That's right. Teach teach me the ways. P Thomas six. P T P T J six. There's no J. No J. There's no J. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. The question of the week and is what do you like? Question of the three? week we should be what is my actual username? Peter's username. Nobody. P Thomas six. That's good. That's good plugging. All right. 
We have, uh, if you want to leave a message for the week, you can do it on the site by just replying to the show thread uh, in the, right on our WordPress site. You can go to Discord, I think. Can you leave it on Discord somewhere? I don't know. 608-729-4098. Leave a voicemail or a text message. That'll work. And, of course, you can reply on Twitter at some point throughout the week. Here's what's coming out this week. <laughs> if, if you want to play video games and not pay attention to E3... Uh, there's a visual novel I, I feel like the need to plug because we cover so many of those lately. The House in Fata Morgana, Dreams of the Revenant Edition on PS4. Uh, Dragon Star Varnir is coming out on, like, is that Switch or PS4? That's one of those, right? Nobody yeah. Remembers. PS4, uh, it's, I think, is, it, yeah. is coming through Limited Run. Say what? Oh, it's a physical? Uh, the House of Fata Morgana, Limited yeah. Run, I think. Oh, that's a Limited Run thing? Okay. Uh, Dragon Star Varnir, if you want an anime game that may or may not be all that great. I don't know. That's the one where, like, you have to go get rid of the witches, but they infect you. Now you're a witch, too, or something, I think. I forget. So, so Yeah, it's yeah. Idea Factory. Yeah. yeah oh, it's say, Idea Factory. It's, okay, so that's basically a visual yep. novel with some, some battle things that you, you're you going to wish you could skip. Um, God Wars Future Past, that's coming to Switch finally. Uh, Slay the Spire. Oh. That, um, that one's PC, I think. Oh, God Wars is PC. I'm so sorry. I think so. I thought that was Switch. Okay. I think it's already on Switch. Oh, okay. Well, let's, let's, something's coming this... It's already out on other places, so... All right. It's good. People should play it. There you go. Um, Slay the Spire's coming to the Switch for 25 bucks. Octopath Traveler's coming to PC for 60 bucks. So I'm actually really surprised by that. Why? I don't know. I guess I just didn't expect it to. Uh, I'm really happy because I think... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Does it feel expensive um, to you? No. I don't know not, why. Not, For some reason not, in my head it feels expensive, and it shouldn't, because that's how yeah, much it yeah. is on Switch. It's a full console game. It's a good game. It's a AAA game. Like, why would I feel like it's too expensive? I don't get it. I think we're Square. so acclimated to things being cheaper on PC. Um, yeah. I, that was how I felt, though. I was like... It doesn't make sense because it's such a great game, mm-hmm. um, and I would I'd gladly pay, pay sixty bucks for it. But yeah, I mean, it, felt, I, it has been out a year, and Square's yeah. kind of notorious for having Square tax. Mm. That's a good point. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the age. All right. So with that, I have to ask you what you're going to play this week, Peter. What are you playing this week? Uh, more of the same. It'll be Valkyria Chronicles 4, uh, Monster Hunter, and Smash. All right. Um, Kelly, what are you going to play this week? Uh, Persona Q2 and Minecraft. All right. And Mr. Josh Carpenter. I'm going to be trying to finish Sekiro, that, that replay of Sekiro Wars before Judgment comes out in a couple weeks. Alrighty, and Pascal. Well, I, I'm going to give the same answer I give every every year at this time. You should know what it is. Nothing. No, the opposite. Everything. Everything. All the E3s. All the E3 things. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I am playing something on the Switch uh, for review, which will you know get a little sideline now for a little bit, but. 
And with that, uh, oh, right, I'm going to play some Final Fantasy fourteen and uh, E3 coverage, helping out the home team as they uh, need to po help post some things. So try that out. And I think that's that's it. So we're going to see you here in one week, and uh, I'm sure it'll be long and lots of announcements to talk about, maybe some new consoles to, to get into some details on. Um, with, but other than that, we'll check you out next week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. Get us your reactions to E3 in so we can cover them on the show and uh, let us know what else you like to see. This podcast is for you, so if there's anything you don't like, send that along. Uh, if there's anything you do like, send that along, and I'll do more. And I know the number one thing is get Anna back to host, so we'll do that. I don't <laughs> know if that's true. I'm just self-deprecating. Oh, I need to go eat lunch. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Until then. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.